0: Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is when it starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. We're in New Testament postcards, 2 John, looking at verses 9 through 11, okay? Abiding in the truth. If you listen to someone long enough, you will hear them repeat certain phrases or certain words over and over. There are some words that not only can we wrap our minds around them, but they can wrap their arms around our hearts. For our elderly friend John, the one word he loved and used over 30 times in his New Testament writings was to him the Greek word meno, which translate for us simply means to abide. The example that our Lord Jesus Christ gives us in regards to abiding is a comfort, a joy, a thrill, and a delight all rolled, up, all rolled into one wonderful truth. The Word of God abides forever. Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which lives and abides forever. For all flesh is as grass, and all the glory of man is the flower of the grass. The grass withers, the flower thereof fades, but the word of God endures forever. The spirit of God abides or dwells in us forever. No man has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwells in us, and his love is perfected in us. Hereby know we that we dwell in him, and he in us, because he has given us of his Spirit. And we have seen and do testify that the Father sent the Son to be the Savior of the world, whosoever therefore shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwells in him, and he in God. And we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. God is love, and he that dwells in love dwells in God, and God in him. That's First John 4, 12-16. The word abide has the meaning of remaining, steadfast, persevering, staying in one place, standing against opposition, and patiently enduring all pressure to leave or to move on. Those who abide feel at home where they are and have no plans to wander away. The same word is used to refer to the immutability of God's character. Oh, that our love for God would be as secure, steadfast, and enduring as his love for us. How do we know if someone is a true believer on their way to heaven or not? How do we know if someone really has the Spirit of God dwelling within their hearts? How do you know? Well, listen to what they have to say about Jesus Christ, and you'll find out. People either totally accept, abide in the teachings of Christ, or go against them by adding to—that's the word transgressing—to the teachings of Christ. Under the guise of relativism, we cannot straddle offense or accept both positions. Uh, Spiro Zodiati states it so well, quote— It was not simply a teaching of Jesus the man, but it was of Christ, the preexistent Son of God who took the form of a man. One must either accept or deny Christ the way he is, the way he came, the way he lived, the way he died, the way he rose from the dead, the way he ascended into heaven, and the way he is coming back. It cannot be both ways. Only he who was from the beginning could indwell the human heart. This is from his commentary on on the uh, Epistle of John. Okay, there are some who want God, but not Jesus Christ. There are those who feel secure in their humanistic approach to God or a God through religion or meditation, worshipful feelings or morality, but not wanting anything to do with Jesus Christ. They do not realize that you cannot have one without the other. Either they have both the Father and the Son, or they have none. John gives the practical side of truth as he warns his loving church to be discerning in its love. Never sacrifice truth in order to love. John is referring to false teachers, not false believers. We are to separate from the false teaching. We should give the truth to those individuals who have been falsely taught so they can reject the falsehood too. This is one area in which we need to learn to discern. Christian unity and biblical tolerance cannot be misunderstood or misapplied when dealing with false teachers. For instance, Jews, Christians, and Muslims all believe that there's only one God, but that does not mean they believe in the same God. Jews and Muslims deny both the deity of Christ and his incarnation. Could you imagine how a professing Jew or Muslim could negatively impact a young believer if they're invited to speak in your church or your Bible study? For those who refuse to believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who came to earth in the flesh to die for the sin of mankind, be nice, but, but not too nice. Don't act like you would be honored and glad to have a false teacher speak at your home Bible study, uh, no matter how popular they are. Your credence may encourage some non-thinkers to accept their false message or heresy. A few years ago, I picked up two hitchhikers on the wind, on the winding mountain, North Carolina Road. By the way, I don't normally recommend this. But one was a Christian, the other was a Jew, who verbalized that he did not believe in the incarnation of Jesus Christ. I kindly but fervently explained God's truth to him without offensively attacking his belief system. And, and he was never challenged on his beliefs before. And admitted that it was foolish to believe that that Jesus the Messiah was going to come someday, but had not already come. I did not bid him Godspeed or encourage him to continue believing the way he did. By bidding him Godspeed, I would have given him a reason to rejoice in unbiblical beliefs. In our world of tolerance and relativism, many would say, I don't believe that way, but it's fine for you. Well, we shouldn't do that. Don't think that way. Give the truth and love and watch God speak to their hearts. Again, to abide is to remain steadfast, persevere, stay in one place, and patiently endure all the pressure to leave or to move on. Those who abide feel at home where they are and have no plans to wander away. The same word is used to refer again to God's immutable character. Oh, that our love for God would be as secure, steadfast and enduring as his love for us. Lord, thank you for sending someone into my life to give me the truth. It's my joy to serve you, my Lord and my Savior. Help me to help others know your truth. Hey guys, our time's up for today. Uh, But today is the day the Lord made. Let's rejoice. Let's rejoice in the truth, okay? And be glad in it. You have a very, very good day.